Fountain Blue Las Vegas is the newest luxury resort and casino on the Las Vegas Strip, and we want to send you there for the big game weekend. You score a trip for two to Las Vegas, including airfare, a two-night stay at Fountain Blue Las Vegas, $150 credit to spend at one of its 36 restaurants and bars, and two tickets to the Fountain Blue Las Vegas big game viewing party at Blue Live Theater. To enter, text this hour's national keyword, which is WEEKEND to 95819. That's WEEKEND to 95819. For full details and official contest rules, visit WJR.com. Data released last week by the United Health Foundation places the state of Michigan sixth worst in the nation regarding preventable hospitalizations. Let's bring in Dr. Bina Nagapala, president of the Michigan Academy of Family Physicians and medical director at Ascension Southeast Michigan. Good morning, doctor. Good morning. So what does this mean that Michigan ranks 44th in the U.S. for preventative hospitalizations? So it means that there are many conditions that uh, patients could have seek care with their primary care doctor, um, including family physicians, uh, and prevent um, being hospitalized for con- in various conditions such as asthma, diabetes, uh, chronic um, heart failure, even UTIs. So these, these could have been prevented by seeing their primary care doctors. And, and, and doctor, I know that seeing a primary care specialist like a family physician will lead to better health outcomes. But, you know, this data shows that there are a considerable portion of adults and children in Michigan that just are not visiting primary care physicians for routine care. They're going more to emergency rooms or or, uh, urgent care. Why is that? I think the um, biggest thing is access to care. Access to primary care doctors is is not there in some counties, uh, just uh, lack of appointments maybe. So I think that... uh, Increasing primary care um, physicians in those counties might help access to care to, for these patients who don't have a, a PCP or a family doctor. We've talked about it on this air, sort of the shortage of primary care physicians in the United States. Is that true here in our state? Yes, it certainly is. Um, in Michigan, we're minimum 862 primary care physicians short, um, according to the Robert Grant Center. So. I think uh, one of the studies that uh, proved that each one PCP will save, an increase in one PCP will save about 16 hospitalizations per 100,000 population. So uh, Michigan does have a couple programs that uh, if, in, if increased, will have um, increase in primary care doctors. And one of them is My Docs program, which is Michigan Doctors Improving Access to Care. Fund. It's a program through funded by the state uh, budget. So we, they train primary care doctors, including family medicine, internal medicine, peds, OBGYN, um, even psychiatry um, in high, you know, in, uh, train them in Michigan and keep them in Michigan. So we want, we want more funding so that we can increase primary care doctors in Michigan. And, you know, we have this mental health crisis in, in Michigan and across the country as well. How important is it, uh, doctor, to to make sure we have uh, those two and have a place for people to go uh, when they're having a, a, a mental breakdown? You know, the first touch of care for anyone is their primary care doctor, family physicians. We see a lot of patients who have anxiety, depression, and 
if needed, we can we can refer them to psychiatry. Yes, there is an. Um, I feel like there's a big uh, lack of access to mental health in in Michigan. Trying to get into see a psychiatrist or even a therapist is it, it takes so long. So your PCP is your first go-to, and I think that we, uh, family docs or any primary care doctor, can uh, can direct care to uh, a psychiatrist or other mental health facilities if needed. It's been said that a PCP is sort of the quarterback of your health care, and so they sort of dictate where you go, where your specialty, you know, where you have to go next. So it's so important to have that in your life. I agree. I agree. And most of us can... I can see a lot of, uh, you know, these conditions that could have been prevented, um, um, patients going to the hospital for many of these conditions. We can certainly treat them or direct them to see their specialists. Um, you know, we call them, we call our specialists, try to see if they can get see our patients sooner. So we can manage these care in an outpatient setting. And, and doctor, you know, how important is it to be able to talk to your primary care doctor? I know you said that um, sometimes uh, access to them, appointments may be filled, but uh, a lot of them are done over video conference, uh, teledocs, those kind of things. Are, are, are we going to see more of that? And is that a, a good way to at least get in the door with your uh, PCP doctor? I agree. Telehealth does not replace everything, but it does improve certain access to care for certain conditions. Um, I, I agree. Telehealth is our future. Uh, especially if my patient's out in um, vac- vacationing out up north or in Florida, we can, you know, they can call us. We can do a telehealth if need be, uh, direct them to an urgent care and uh, ER if needed, or I can certainly treat them over uh, over the phone or a video conference. What if a person doesn't have a PCP right now? How do you go about getting one? So first, first and foremost, your insurance dictates who you can see. It depends on their insurance. If they have a HMO, um, they can go through their list of primary care doctors, see who's there on the area, and uh, get them assigned to that primary care doctor. Um, they, uh, Medicare has a list. Blue Cross has a list of primary care doctors. Of course, our Google search can give you many primary care doctors. Well, we really appreciate it. Dr. Bina Nagapala, president of the Michigan Academy of Family Physicians and medical director at Ascension Southeast Michigan. Thanks for this important information. We hope people go out there and get a a primary care physician. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Coming up next on JR Morning, it's what Lloyd's been waiting for, this Poonchki Day Vodka. We're going to see what that's all about next at 649. Automotive Views is brought to you by Bridgestone. Getting people down the road matters, but getting generations down them, that's what really matters. Bridgestone. Visit whatreallymatters.com to learn more. Do you like going to the auto dealership to buy a new car? Maybe not, but would a company store really be a better experience? In the wake of Tesla's success as an EV maker and stock market phenomenon, many Tesla wannabes have popped up. They want to do only EVs, and most of them want to sell directly to consumers. But here's the thing. Building out a national retail and repair network is expensive, time-consuming, and not at all related to designing and manufacturing automobiles. 
Now, a couple of startups are rethinking that plan. Fisker had a long line of hand raisers for its ocean crossover, but it's been able to deliver far fewer than it's made. A Vietnamese startup, VinFast, is also taking on dealers to try to establish its brand in this market. Tesla is a one-of-a-kind company. Other new entries might be wise to find their own path and let someone else work with the customers. With this week's Automotive View, I'm Jamie Butters, host of the Daily Drive podcast and executive editor of Automotive News.